Blog Talk Radio. to Wild Heart Saturdays with Cece Harrison. Um, hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in, um, Canadian friends and American friends. I'm really happy to have you here with us. Today is my very first radio show, so I thank you in advance for your patience and understanding <laughs> there may be some technical difficulties um, and, you know, maybe some others, but um, I have very very special guests joining us today, and I'm excited to introduce you to them on our first show, which is titled The Inspired Entrepreneur. So not only are these three guests very, very inspiring, uh, fired, they are also inspiring to everyone that they come across in their businesses and their personal and their social lives. So um, I'm going to start with Candace Chisholm, who is also a good friend of mine, and the founder of He Changed It, a mental health app, especially for men. So I have Candice right here with me. And Candice, can you just tell us a little bit about He Changed It? Yeah, for sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm very honored to be one of your first guests. Um, so we are a mental health app that we've been developing for over two and a half years. And as you mentioned, it's for men specifically. We're dropping uh, into the App Store on November 16th. But the reason why we did it is because when we went and started to do a deep dive into men's health, we just were having such a struggle finding something that was accessible, that was anonymous, because there's still so much stigma attached to it. Um, I can definitely go into more of a deep dive uh, through the show, but... We're really excited because there is such a need. You know, right now we see the world is so polarizing. Mm -hmm. And with it comes this shrapnel that is attacking our mental health. And one of the differences between men and women is that women tend to talk about it a lot, (laughs) whether that be with their friends or or whatnot, um, social media, whereas men tend to suffer in silos. You know, they all think they're the only ones that are going through this. So very excited for what's to come. Uh, and I'm excited for and with you. So Candice, can you tell us a little bit about how you got to this place? So a little bit about your personal story and you've dabbled in a few different career paths. So uh-huh. can you share a little bit about that and really what led you to this place? Absolutely. So, yeah, um, I, I, you know, in my bio, I always talk about how I'm a solution seeker. And the reason is, is because I, I always think, you know, we have so many problems in the, like, human beings love to sound this alarm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. ding, 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 something's wrong. 
And so we we have that like, you've seen that a lot, especially in the last say seven or eight years with like with campaigns like hashtags, right? So hashtag yeah. uh, whether it be hashtag Occupy Wall Street or hashtag Me Too, you know, our, our latest is hashtag Black Lives Matter. All of them have such incredible um, nuances and stories behind them. But the problem that is happening is with the media a lot of times because we don't see what what the change is, right? And oh. so. That's where I started to find, like, what's going on? So my career path has been um, interesting. I, I, I realized when I look back, I've always been about solutions. So I was in complementary health for I, I was like a quarter of a century, when you say it like that. I sound like I'm a, I'm a million years old. But, yeah, so, you know, I, I work a lot with the human body and um, nutrition and how to find the answers as opposed to just Band-Aid the problem. Okay. So there's that. And then um, I went into finance for a bit because when I went through my divorce, when I was in my mid-30s, I realized I knew nothing about money. So again, trying to find that solution. And from there, I pivoted. I ended up going through a a spell where I was quite ill. Um, You know, we were looking for some solutions. Um, I had been remarried by then. And then I pivoted and I went into non-for-profit, which, of course, is an entirely an entire system built off of trying to find solutions. Unfortunately, it's hard in not-for-profit because there's a lot of red tape, what I found out soon enough. But I, I did a startup um, not-for-profit with a, a woman who did a startup, and then I was her COO for almost uh, five years, four and a half years. Okay. And then that pivoted into where I'm at now. So, yeah, so it's been a – it's just been a succession as opposed to all these different paths. I realize they're all sort of pointing to one direction. So you've had all these – opportunities to learn and grow and pull some of that knowledge and experience with you thousand percent to create he changed it um so one of one of my first apology is going to be that i did not properly introduce the show so or myself so um but i'm kind of like that sometimes i put the cart before the horse so I am cc harrison i am a mother of two that's the most important thing to me uh, maybe three if you count my dog. I have four beautiful, beautiful granddaughters. Uh, by trade, I'm a counselor and a hypnotherapist. And by design, I'm an author. I created the comic book series Mysteria Forever. Hopefully you'll see that uh, out this year, next year, this new year. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I do? I'm an artist. And now I'm a radio show host. So Wild Heart Saturdays is is about exploration, exploring together. I am not really ever going to try and convince you of anything, but we're going to explore together everything from philosophy, religion, art, culture, pop culture, zeitgeist, maybe some politics, uh, definitely some sex and intimacy, all things taboo. We'll explore health and wellness, um, so I hope it is going to be a place for you to come and enjoy, to relax, to listen, to learn. I invite everyone to that's listening here with me to call in and comment or ask a question, <laughs> make a suggestion. So the number that you would call in to is 646-929-013, and you're listening on the Bachelor Pad Radio Network, 0130. I'm a little dyslexic, so you're going to have to 
stay with me. You can find me on Twitter at ccharrison67. So I'm going to be trying as much as I can um, to check my direct messages. If you have any suggestions or messages, please feel free to comment there if you're not comfortable with going online uh, on the air. So we will be taking a few breaks, so I will let you know about that. But we've got two minutes, so we're going to leave Candace Chisholm for now, if he changed it, and we're going to go and have a little chat with Mark Tamegi, who is also a dear, good friend of mine of many years. Um, he's an incredible entrepreneur. Uh, he's been a mentor and a guiding light to me and a very close friend. He's also the owner of Black Gold Broadcasting. He owns a few radio stations in Alberta, so... Um, Mark, are you there? You bet. Thank you, Charlene. Thank you for You're having welcome. me on the program. Thank you for being here, Mark. And Could you please uh, continue where I left off? Mark, just tell us a little bit about where you are now, and then we'll get to how you got here. Well, I uh <laughs> trying to survive this pandemic, in truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a new world, that's for sure. Um, it is. I'm. I have. I am a license holder for uh, Leduc, Alberta. We have a station there, and I have a station in Stony Plain, Parkland County. Um, so we're preparing to launch. I have a third license in Pinoca, Alberta, um, and we plan to launch that in September of 2021. So that's where I'm at right now. Is um, planning the new, uh, the third station, and um, getting through this pandemic. <laughs> Are, aren't we all? Aren't Correct. we all? So, um, Mark, can you just, we've, we've got about half a minute before we go to break, but can you just start and tell us a little bit about how you got here? Well, it's chasing a dream and truth, you know. Um, yeah. You hear people say, you know, try and do something in your life that uh, you have passion for and you'll never work a day in your life. And, and that's what I seeked when I uh, went into broadcasting radio. Had a dream to be a broadcaster and uh, love music and news, weather, sports, all the information content that uh, makes radio shine. And um, so it, way back in the day, I was working for a, Edmonton Telephones, great career, seven years into that career, and just wasn't happy, you know. Um, I like the business aspect, but, um, you know, it just wasn't uh, um, resonating with me in regards to passion uh, for something. So I always loved radio. It was com- my companion when I was growing up. So uh, we uh, basically, I uh, applied and uh, was an adult student and uh, left Edmonton, went to Lethbridge and went into a two-year program and uh, kind of the rest is history. I've been in the, in the industry for uh, just about 30 years. So, Mark, hold, hold that thought and I love that you said uh, chasing the dream. So with that, we're going to go to a break. You are listening to Wild Heart Saturdays with Cece Harrison, on the Bachelor Pad Radio Network. See you soon. Greetings and great day, everyone. 
I am Elder Janelle Strickland, host of the Life Cafe Radio Broadcast from Maximizing Life Family Worship Center. I invite you to tune in every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. Tune in, maximize your life with the Word of God, and be blessed. Only on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Required listening with Amazon Music. Dad music again? The greatest guitarist of all time. Wait, who? Alexa, add this song to a new playlist. Sure, what's the new playlist name? Jack's Intro to Classic Rock. Adding Stepping Stone by Jimi Hendrix to Jack's Intro to Classic Rock playlist. Amazon Music, the simplest way to listen to the music you and soon he will love. New customers start your 30-day free trial at AmazonMusic.com. Renews automatically, cancel anytime. Blog Talk Radio. On the Bachelor Radio Network. Next network. Uh, <laughs> so thank you all again for joining me. And if you've just tuned in, we've been talking with Mark Maggie, owner of Black Gold Radio Station. Mark, are you there? Hello. Hello, Jolene. I'm here. Hi, Mark. So can you... Talk a little bit about uh, in your journey with radio and getting to this place of owning two and working on a third radio station. Were there any sacrifices you had to make, and what were they? Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's uh, my story. Kind of reminds me of the movie uh, um, in some regard, not even uh, close to being that successful, but um, the founder. So the theme I got out of that movie uh for Ray Kroc was when the movie opened um and a few of the opening scenes were um him traveling around trying to make a living and he was listening in his hotel room that night to uh I think it was Dale Carnegie so his self-help uh records at the time um so the, the theme I got out of that the more of the story out of uh that movie was really persistence and um, that's what I would uh, call what my journey's been. I didn't give up. Um, and it was seven years, three attempts to get my first license in Leduc. And dealing with the CRTC, which is the regulator for um, telecommunications broadcast in Canada, um, you have to deal with that. So um, basically it was... Um, a passion I wanted. Uh, it was out of fear as well. Um, I knew the market, Leduc, uh, was big enough to garner and uh, support a local radio station. And being a broadcaster and having the background I had, um, you know, I thought uh, I should be able to do this. What else inspired me was uh, the people I'd worked with. Um, the company I worked for, um, we had several stations, and uh, um, a few of those employees uh, went out on their own and started applying for radio stations, and, and they were getting them. So that was another inspiration of uh, saying, 
thinking if they can do it, um, why can't I do it? So uh, that's kind of the journey. It's how the journey started. And um, like I said, the, the theme to that was uh, not giving up, continuing the past and, and uh, completing the task at hand and not knowing what the outcome would be. Not knowing. So um, if, if you're listening, this is a beautiful and brilliant story of not giving up and pursuing in the face of many different obstacles um, and situations that, that were really rising up to challenge you. And I've always been fascinated and really inspired by your story, Mark, and that you never did give up, no matter how difficult things got and no matter how dim the light was. Can you um, can you just direct us, Mark, to website or if people want to find you or listen in to hear some music, can they do that online if they're not in Alberta or BC or Canada? Absolutely. We stream online. Our, our uh, stations are branded as one FM, that's O N E F M dot C A. Um, right now, if you go to that uh, um, website, you'll see a landing page and you can click on either 93.1 in Leduc or 88.1 in Parkland County and you can listen to stations. We're uh, a country station, uh, both are country, they're branded the one. And ironically, the story of the one, which is um, Leduc County, um, is the place where oil was discovered in Alberta, and it kind of changed the face That's of uh, of the province in 1947, February 3rd. Imperial Oil, which they called Leduc Number One, was That's a dairy, there. and uh, they drilled 133 wells. And they were dry holes. They were about to give up. And the 130, sorry, 132, the 133rd, well, they hit, uh, they drilled, uh, hit gold, as they call black gold. And that's why the company in the region is called Black Gold. And uh, changed the face of uh, the economic prosperity in, in Alberta, for sure. And the station, ironically, is named after the one, which is uh, Leduc One, Imperial One. And the story is kind of inspired as well because they didn't give up on, on the region. They knew there was uh, oil deposits. It's called the Devonian um, stream of oil in the Alberta area. And geologists found this and, and they're trying to hit it. And it's kind of the same story as Three, three Feet from Gold. If anybody yeah, knows I that story. That so, We've I, talked about so, it a few times. Mm-hmm. If you're listening from Alberta, um, tune in to one of Mark's stations. And, you know, the oil field industry in Alberta is, has changed quite a bit. And I, I hope to see those days come back. But that is a topic for another show. Um, George McHale. I've only known him for a few years. And I met George through... Uh, the comic book writing business. So, George, um, we kind of like to tune in to you and have a listen. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. 
Hi, George. Would you please just give us a little bit of background um, or history prior to getting into the comic book business and, and lead up to what you're doing now? Yeah, um, I've uh, worked as a caregiver, working with adults with uh, developmental disabilities. Uh, I worked in uh, group homes with uh, people with kind of more extreme uh, behavioral uh, needs. And then I transitioned to working in home sharing, which is when you have uh, an adult uh, that is developmentally disabled live in your home and, uh, and you provide care for them there. And that's uh, supported through the Canadian government. Uh, so I've done that basically um, my whole adult life. And uh, about three years ago, I started uh, following a passion of mine of, of writing and creating and being a storyteller. And uh, and now I write comic books. And I have a, a YouTube channel where we talk comic books called Inside Comics. Okay, so people can find you there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a fun show where we... It's like an interview show, and I talked with uh, with uh, different creator guests uh, about uh, their process and about their current projects. Um, so, can you speak a little bit about your process? Oh, my process. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, when I sit down to write a new comic book, um, I it starts with an idea, right? And uh, yeah. I need to kind of plot plot out my concepts and and then uh, think about uh, who the characters are and and what to, what journey they're going to take uh, you know kind of physically and emotionally and uh, I get out like a, a big poster board and I get little post-it notes and and I just plot it out like that and and through each issue see the development of the characters and and where they're going to go and and that gives me like a, a a pretty good map of of what the series is going to be, and from there I start uh, writing uh, the comic books. And when I write a comic book, uh, I mostly go through it uh, with the first pass, detailing uh, the dialogue of each character, and, and I kind of tell a story just in my head of of what's going to happen through through story tell, uh, through the dialogue and through through the storytelling that way. And then I, I transition into thinking about the panel descriptions and what is the artist going to draw? And because it's visual medium, that's a very important part of, of telling a comic book. And, and I, and I write my panel descriptions and I break up my dialogue to spread it out through, through the course of the issue. Okay. And the inevitable question for any comic book creator, writer, artist, colorist is who do you favor, DC or Marvel? <laughs> I'm a Marvel guy, uh, for sure. You're a Marvel guy. I do love, yeah, absolutely. Uh, X-Men, the animated series, came out when I was a kid, and uh, I was uh, obsessed with that. And uh, I started buying those X Men books, uh, just heaps and heaps and heaps of them, and uh, and I never looked back. I do like uh, Batman for DC Comics, really though. More of the Marvel characters I can relate to. Um, they're they're more kind of grounded and, and Earth level with 
uh, with real-world problems than some of the more, you know, mythical kind of proportions of some of the DC characters. Okay. So do you have one in particular or a few characters that have really inspired you in your own writing and creation? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I love uh, Wolverine. Uh, I love the kind of the angst and the uh, the grittiness of him, the toughness, you know, which, you know, he himself is, you know, probably based off of, uh, you know, a, a John Wayne type uh, archetype, you know, where he's just uh, kind of the the lone wolf and the the, the toughest uh, hombre <laughs> around. Um, so I love that. No, not at all. It's interesting how he's portrayed by Hugh Jackman. I mean, he's at least six feet tall, right? And Wolverine, the actual character, is not, in fact, very tall. Yeah, he's supposed to be like 5'3". Um, yeah. Yeah, a short little scruffy guy um, <laughs> with almost a bit of a little man kind of con. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I think so. So, how do you how do you feel about that discrepancy in in the original version of Wolverine and and how he's sort of morphed for you know TV land and movie land into this tall, I'm just gonna say very good looking man. Yeah, in the comics he was kind of portrayed as a little scruffy and uh, and maybe not the most handsome guy, but I think Hugh Jackman did an awesome job of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have any complaints with that. <laughs> But I do think uh, it looks like they're looking to recast them. And if they're if they're going to recast them for for the new movies coming out, then uh, I think maybe they should go for a smaller guy. I think I think so too. Sometimes I think Danny DeVito might be kind of fun in that role. No, not Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, looks like we're gonna. We're going to need to break soon. So thank you, George, and we're going to be coming back to you again. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. You're listening to Wild Heart Saturdays with Cece Harrison and guests on the Bachelor Radio Network. We'll see you soon. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. And if you miss the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. Have you seen that new plastic coffee container? Did you know it actually absorbs aroma from the coffee? At Maxwell House, we think the aroma should stay where it belongs, in the coffee, not the container. Our steel can won't absorb our rich coffee aroma, and unlike plastic, it's a perfect barrier against coffee's worst enemies, moisture and oxygen. So choose Maxwell House with the fresh steel can, and make every day good to the last drop.
Welcome back to Wild Heart Saturdays with Cece Harrison and my guest on the Bachelor Radio Network. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again and staying with us. We're going to go back to Candace Chisholm, founder of He Changed It, a mental health app for men. Candace, can you give us a few more details about if, let's say, um, man is struggling with maybe some depression or anxiety, what kind of help will he find mm-hmm. when he clicks in or logs into your app? Awesome. That's a great question. So our app, it has uh, several different facets to it. Um, we, what we wanted to do, we knew that guys typically don't love <laughs> to chat about their feelings. So we wanted to create a space where they could find resources. So that's one of the first things that they can do. So if it, whether it's depression, anxiety, stress, stuff to do with COVID, uh, sex, relationships, physical wellness. So there's like workouts on there. There's um, diet tips, like especially for eating for your for your brain, for your mental health, because that's such a good correlation. Um, all of those resources are on there. So it's a one-stop shop. That's really what we wanted to design it as. So they can come in and they can be like, okay, well, I want to know how to work out or I want to know how to eat better or I want some inspiration, whatever that looks like. From there, we have also a social platform. And that is really the essence of the app. So the goal is is to create this community where guys can go in. We call it a self-mentoring space where they can go in. And they can help somebody who's maybe going through something. So I always use a scenario of like a guy going through a divorce and maybe it's a nasty divorce because, you know, those don't happen ever. (laughs) (laughs) Not very often, right? So, you know, maybe he's going through something and he just feels like there's just no light at the end of this. Like he doesn't even see how he's going to get out of it. Well, he could end up chatting with a guy who has been through something like that. And, you know, maybe it's about avoiding the landmines or, or, hey, this is what I did. I don't know if this would work for you. So those tips and tricks. Um, and that to us feels more, like, more organic, I think, than a lot of other spaces in the sense of it's not about replacing counseling or things like that because, God, yeah, those, everybody – I go to counseling every freaking day. <laughs> <laughs> I love counseling. So it's not about replacing that, but it's literally about getting – maybe it's that bridge to it, right? And okay. so the, we always say in that, in that community, it's take what you need but leave what you know. Because when it boiled down to it, all of our research and and, in talking to, and I'm talking thousands and thousands of hours of discovery with professionals, um, you know, and and men, was a lot of men love to help and a lot of men don't ask for help, right? And so we, and then when you boil it down to some of the situational, like we're not talking the diagnosed bipolar, schizophrenia, things like that, like obviously those need medical teams to help. Um, but, you know, in this situational depression, situational stress and anxiety and all of the crap that we go through, um, then, you know, we boil that down. And a lot of it boils down to loneliness, our sense of purpose. Like, things are changing so fast right now that half of the time, it's like, what, we, what am I even doing here? Am I making a difference? Right? And especially for men. DNA, physiology, general imprinting. I mean, all of the things that make up a man a man, like the, the, the hunters, the gatherers, the caretakers, is, is changing. And that's, a, that's not a fun place for them to be, really. So, so that 
is available as well right now. So when we drop into the app store on November 16th, that's going to be in text form. But there will be an anonymous toggle so that if you do not want anybody to know who you are, because, again, stigma is a thing, yeah. <laughs> um, then, you know, you can we can use it in text. But the um, our ideas and our roadmaps and, and other iterations are going to be also video streaming and audio rooms because that's some form of communication that a lot of men have stated that they want to use. So, um, and then we also have a podcast, you know, so we have thing, audio as well where men can listen to other guys and what they've gone through. And some of the interviews that we've done are jaw-dropping, jaw-dropping what men have been through that they never talk about. So. I, I, for one, think your app is very timely with everything that's going on with COVID and the changing climate of the world. I'm really happy to see and hear that there has been something created specifically for men, a safe place where they can go, uh, talk about feelings, talk about emotions, talk about what they're going through in privacy or yeah. within community. I really I hand it to you, Handis. Handis. <laughs> I hand it to you, Handis. I love it. Oh, but, yeah. you know, one, one thing I do want to say, because probably my most frequently asked question is why, because the, the company is co-founded by two women. And That's right. Everybody's Shannon. like, yeah, I'm, Shannon is my co-founder. And, you know, everybody's like, well, what? <laughs> How does that work? So there's a million reasons. There's a, literally, I think I can come up with a million reasons as to why that that's important or and or works. But one of the things that I always say with it is we hold the space, we don't fill the space. So I love the, that. Right? So the, the content is male-created and, and male-oriented. Our, our podcast uh, host is a guy. The, our developers are guys. Our, our social medias are guys. Like, so it's not about us creating that for them. So I want to make that clear because some guys are like, wait, well, how do you know what I want? Right? Sure. So, so that was a, that's an important thing for us. But there's a lot of reasons why. One of them is, as I always say, because I can jump in front of any bullet any woman's about to fire <laughs> and be like, you know what? Got to leave these dudes alone. So that's um, the other one. You're, you're um, a worthy advocate. So Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> and it, it kind of reminds me of that men don't often like to ask for directions. So <laughs> sorry, guys, but here, here is somebody that, that's giving you a bit of a leg up with that. So you don't have to ask for the direction no. because it's been provided. So I think that's fantastic. So um, I've got two male guests on, if you've been listening, Mark and George. And now is the time I'd like to give a shout out to... L.A. Bachelor, the man himself, who is the producer of this show and many others, and who is also the owner and creator of the Bachelor Radio Network. L.A., are you there? I'm here. Um, Good morning. Uh, Appreciate it. Do you ever talk about your feelings? Wow. Put me on the spot. Um, sure. I think I think the misconception is, you know, um, men don't express themselves. That we're just we just kind of suck it up and and keep going about our lives. But sure, I, you know, I express my feelings, and sometimes in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it comes out the right way, and sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, absolutely. Okay, that is that is good. That is good to hear. Do you do you see yourself ever using an app like this, knowing that? It's, it's private 
if you want it to be and taking advantage of some of the resources that are there? Absolutely. I think it's a, it's, it's a great um, idea that she's come up with. And uh, I, I, just like expressing yourself, you know, the question about men expressing themselves, uh, I think uh, a lot of uh, mental health or mental illness is taboo. Like men, especially in, um, you know, I'm African American in our community. We don't, we were sort of raised culturally to just kind of get through it. And, you know, you can't have those issues. You just gotta, gotta suck it up and keep going. Um, And it's not really expressed in our communities, but just men in general, I think, uh, I think it's an issue. So I think the app is awesome. Thank you. Thanks for, thank you. (laughs) And Candace, thank you. Um, So I I think we have another break in three minutes, but I would consider you LA also as an inspired entrepreneur. So could you, in in the time we have left, because I don't want to get in trouble with my producer. Could you, could you give us a little high level overview about what you do with the radio network? Well, it's, I've been in radio uh, similar to uh, Mark And by the way, he's definitely got a voice for radio. Um, I've I've been in radio for uh, 30 years, 30 years I've been in it. And um, I've worked at Clear Channel. I'm sure Mark's familiar with them Um, and Mm -hmm. some of the the bigger rates here here in the States. And uh, some of the, you know, um, the Steve Harveys and the Tom Joyners and people like that um, worked with them. Um, And I just decided pretty much like Mark, like, Listen, I've done it all, on-air, off-air, promotions, programming, marketing, sales. I've sold country music, rock, R&B, Quiet Storm I've done. I might as well do it myself. So 13 years ago, I started my own thing, and um, we're expanding. We're uh, The podcast is online. We're actually in a couple of different um, radio stations here in the States as well. And so we're growing. We've been pretty blessed, and uh, we're we're excited to have you on the network. Uh, you know, it's certainly what you bring to the table and your your um, your topics. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to fit in right with what we do. But I'm excited, and, and uh, we continue to, to prayfully continue to grow. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here, and I look forward to uh, growing and developing with you and all the new things that are going to be happening and uh, for those of you listening I'm going to be here every Saturday from 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time so every Saturday there's going to be a different topic and like I said there's there's going to be quite a range because there's so much for us to explore um, the biopsychosocial complexities and interactions of human beings that's really what I want to get at what makes us tick what makes us happy what makes us angry um, what makes us passionate so really there's there's a never-ending bucket of topics and genres to explore and we're going to go to break again soon thank you Ellie for chiming in and being here with us you are listening to Wild Heart Saturdays with Cece Harrison and guests on the Bachelor Radio Network. Taste and health. You want both in one cranberry juice? You want Northland. Northland has a kick to it. I like that. It says 100% juice on their label. That tells me it's healthy. Cranberry raspberry, cranberry grape. I love all their flavors. Northland, a great taste and the health benefits of cranberry. 
Only Northland has 27% cranberry in all nine of its 100% juice cranberry blends. I choose Northland because it fits my healthy lifestyle. Northland, 100% juice, 100% refreshing. This is Chicago-style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh! Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Harrison on the Bachelor Radio Network. Mark Tamegi, you are a leader. You are a man outstanding in your field, and I know you've mentored many, many, many uh, personally and professionally. So I'm curious about who has been one of your mentors or one of your guiding lights or inspirational people that, that you've looked to. Um. I, you know, I have several, you know, what motivates me basically is not, not wanting to fail, I guess, in some regard. I mean, everybody makes uh, mistakes and, and, and failures. I think it's the path to success is uh, dealing with failure. So, um, you know, the fear of uh, not succeeding or, I have a mentor I've had for over 30 years. Uh, he was my the president at one time of the company I worked for. His name is Gene Daniel. He's 78 this year. The man has uh, more energy than than uh, a man of half his age. Uh, clarity in the mind, very jovial, charismatic, uh, can walk into a room and light it up, uh, but more so very integral strong morals and values, has lived his life uh, with a lot of, you know, honesty and 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 uh, caring for people and, and wanting people to succeed around him. So that's what inspires me as well. So you were lucky to have someone like that in your life, and I, I think of you as as that kind of person in my life. In fact, you were the one who introduced me to Stephen Covey years ago. He was my first, I guess I cut my teeth on him, on him, in him uh, as a self-help kind of guru. He was the first one. And I want to say that led to me studying and researching many, many others and, and becoming a counselor, a mental health professional so that I could, give some of that back to other people. So I don't know. I probably never probably thanked you for that. So um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Shoot for the moon. Um, well, you've been inspiring as well, Charlene. Uh, so, you know, your passion for life and uh, uh, solutions and, and your kindness of helping people and uh, is, is your strength for sure. 
Uh, I appreciate you saying that, Mark. Um, thank you. Uh, George, if you're listening, um, talk to us a little bit about, are you into any kind of personal development? Who are your gurus aside from Wolverine and the like? Uh, yeah, I am into personal development. You know, um, just taking the, the plunge of getting into this uh, career, I really had to tackle um, a lot of kind of personal hurdles. Um, I always wanted to be a, uh, in comic books. Uh, I had a, a copy of uh, uh, John G. How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way, and I wore that book out when I was a kid. I, the pages are all tattered and yeah. and just exhausted from from me, uh, you know, drawing uh, at the kitchen table. And I would, I just kind of imagine, you know, what stories I would tell if I could tell them. But I never really pursued that until my you know mid thirties because um, as a young man, I just I, I was full of kind of fear and uh and put it, uh fear of failure fear of putting myself out there and being rejected and that was an obstacle for me that uh, I had to uh tackle and and kind of grow and develop past and and just uh, just coming to the realization that you know if this is something I really want to do I have to you know put those those fears aside and 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 tackle these these goals that I want to take on so this personal development of really deciding um, to go after what I was passionate about and then once I started making comic books <laughs> I realized that it's not enough just to write it you actually have to go out there and sell the thing <laughs> so yeah. then I had to uh, uh, kind of start doing uh, some public speaking and 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 pitching my book and Really, if you sit there, um, no one's going to buy it. You really have to kind of talk to people and let people know about your your stories. So really just a realization of kind of coming into my own and, and believing in myself um, in a way I'd never done before was kind of a personal uh, journey that I went on. I've, I've seen you speak, George. I've seen you, I've seen you interact with, literally thousands of strangers and it, it was brilliant next to you. I, I really felt like um, a wallflower. I'm going to say it was a little bit intimidating. So, you know, if, if you could look back at yourself and see that, I think you'd be as amazed as I was. So it was really something just to watch you just not just promote your work, but other people's work. Um, I have met your wife. She is quite a stunner. And a lovely gal, and they say that behind every successful man is a good woman. So, can you tell us a little bit about your lovely, lovely, beautiful wife? Uh, yeah, yeah. My wife's name is Jolanda, and uh, she's been my partner in crime now for 19 years. We've uh, we met really young. Uh, uh, she was 17, and I was 19, and. Uh, um, yeah, it was kind of in a way almost grown up together. So, uh, yeah, um, she's just the most incredible person I know. She's uh, so supportive and patient with me. <laughs> um, patient. She's, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, because 
and and you have to, you know, when you're when you've been together for so long, and you know, kind of starting off as kids, you really have to, um, you know, allow each other to grow, right? You can't expect that person to be the same um, throughout their whole life. And um, yeah, she's been she's been great. She's you know she's my inspiration. Uh, she's she's feisty. She's a bit of a firecracker sometimes. So she inspires <laughs> most of my in most of my comic books. Uh, um, the leads are female uh, characters, and so many of them are kind of inspired by her, or at least the things that she says and, and has done. Um, yeah, no, she's, oh. she's the light of my life. That's a, that's a beautiful tribute, George. Thank you. Um, so I've just been informed. So I'm just I'm just going to take a little bit of a break here from our topic, the inspired entrepreneur that Joe Biden is now the 46th president of the United States. So maybe we can just take a bit of time because this really is a, a momentous occasion when, when any uh, country has a new leader. So, uh, yeah, I didn't plan for this to be a, a political show, but maybe we can just go here a little bit. And if you are one of my American friends listening, please feel free to call in to 646. 646- Nine two nine zero one three zero. If you have any comments on your new president, and of course we're neighbors uh, to the United States of America, so a lot of what happens in your country affects our country. And this is Candace mentioned how polarizing things are right now, and this has certainly been one of them. Watching this election, uh, the things that have happened in the United States since COVID. I've been actually wondering if there's going to be another civil war. Some days it seems like that's a very real possibility. So, um, L.A., since you're our our American kind of co-host now, would you mind um, speaking to this a little bit? How are you feeling? Um, well, I, uh, you know, I... <laughs> I don't want to get into a, a lot of the, the, the politics, but I will say that um, um, the man that's occupying the White House, who I don't say on my show, um, I mean, I just, if anybody that listens to me and knows me, no, I don't have any affection for him. Uh, he needed to go. Now, where where this goes in terms of Mr. Biden, President-elect, uh, with this country, we'll see. It's, it's a very divided country. Um, it's polarizing and, you know, with him being the president and you guys understand how the, uh, the, the politics works here and, and the Democrats having the house of representative, they may still win the Senate. Uh, they're going to need, need to, because if they don't, it's going to be, you'll, you'll hear about a lot of friction, a lot of, uh, dissension because, you know, 70 million people most voted for the man occupying the white house. And and that's a lot of people. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, moving forward until, you know, Mr. Biden uh, is, is sworn in. It's going to be, I think it's going to be real ugly um, for now. I think so, too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You're Candace Chisholm, you've got... Um, something to say so let's hear it well I just you know again I was kind of trying to come at it around the mental health aspect of things because that's of course sort of my lane 
Um, but I agree with LA, you know, that is 70 million people. Like this race was, I think a lot closer. I, I figured it would be this close, but I think it was a lot closer than what a lot of people thought it was going to be. Um, but you know, this is an opportunity now to, for, and I mean, it's easy for me to sit up here in Canada and be like, Oh, you guys just need to heal. Like, I get that this is going to be a long, probably arduous road. However, if we, I just I feel like if we can keep approaching things um, in a in an aspect of the same way it's like it's like you know when you say um, you can't love somebody else unless you love yourself or it, you know trying to find happiness outside of yourself just doesn't work I mean that's been proven time and time and time again and I think this is an opportunity to say okay no matter who is our leader no matter who is in power right now it's taking and and being the best person that you can be to uh, provide the best um, example to others and to really just go inside for a second and realize that at the end of the day, regardless of who is leading the country or regardless of, of the, maybe the diversity and whatnot is how do we, um, how do we make this the best for ourselves? How do we just go really introspective in here? And there's, there's probably no better time to be able to do that than now. Because really, this is an excellent just, example of the teacher. If I, if, I, if I could just add to um, CC and, and Candace to Candace's point, uh, you know, I think, and I don't mean to take up your time. I, I think uh, no. some of the 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 rhetoric and this quote unquote fake news is really has spread across many countries, including yourself, uh, and I, it, it makes it hard to govern, even your president, right? And your your, your your politics there, um, but to to Candace's point, and I'd love to to have her on. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, doctors on talking about mental health. Um, with COVID nineteen, people have been isolated, and they're getting frustrated. We've seen here, at least in the states, uh, domestic violence and different things going up because of that. Um, and so the mental the mental health the the, the mental stability. And that the well-being uh, for people in the midst of these politics and COVID-19 has really been tough. So mm-hmm. what she's doing with this app and and in that that vein is is really important uh, because people are really stressed out. They want it to be over with all of it, COVID-19, politics, everything, and they're going through. And we have people on the show all the time, and they're really. They're really going through, both as individuals and as family. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Mark, can you please share your thoughts on, on this new Well, it's a great day in the U.S. today, isn't it? It's, um, you know, what troubles me with all of this, I mean, I'm glad uh, President-elect Biden is, uh, has been victor- victorious. Uh, what troubles me is the future in some regard. There is close to 70 million Americans that voted for Mr. Trump. Um, that's troubling. I think the the country um, needs uh, a, a strong leader to to unite them, but there's so much diversity and so much anger, and we're seeing it worldwide. It's everywhere. Um, you know, so... I have hope, um, and and hope was uh, seeing uh, a new president in the U.S., um, but it's America's 
and in, in no different than Canada because we're second-class uh, Americans in some regard because we share the same continent and values and principles and, and almost political systems. But, um, you know, what troubles me is the, the world is so angry right now. And um, so we need leadership and we need leaders that will unite and, and uh, bring back uh, democracy in its finest, right? Um, the man who was in the White House the last four years um, there's a lot of damage he created. So it's going to take, it could take decades to fix that. Um, you look at the civil rights movement, uh, we've gone backwards, uh, unfortunately. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done, and, and it's really to the the mindset of uh, of the world and society as a whole, right? So, and, and it starts from leadership. It starts at the top. It it really does. I mean, it, it's it's a common phrase to be coined, but the we're only as strong as our weakest link. And I see a nation that definitely needs uh, some healing on a cellular level, if you will. And I um, I wasn't a big Trump Trump fan, although there were some things I that he did I agreed with. But um, that's that's a topic for a whole other show. But what I'm really kind of excited about is the vice president. Um, not only a woman, but a woman of color, which I think is, is really pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. That's a new word. And important um, for the world, for the entire world in this day and age. And I, I won't go into all the reasons why, but I'm particularly happy about that. I like everything that I've seen from her and, um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that she lends, and maybe this isn't politically correct, but some loving, nurturing, caring to her role because it seems we've just really, uh, the world in general has gotten away from that. Um, you know, logic and science are fantastic, and I'm a big fan, but I'm also a fan of humanity. So, George, um, can we go to you now just to weigh in uh, with your thoughts on the new president of the United States? Yeah, sure. Um, so I was a huge fan of The Apprentice. I watched every episode of that television show, and uh, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Um, I thought Donald Trump was a captivating, super entertaining, flamboyant, unpredictable. You, just, you never knew what was going to come out of his mouth. Uh, next and his decisions when he was firing people um, were just sometimes out to lunch. He would, you know, keep you know contestants that were like Gary Busey and that were just out to lunch, and then and 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 fire peop- uh, good people. And uh, and he was uh, totally polarizing too in that role. And I thought, what makes a good television host doesn't necessarily make a good president. And uh, I'm, I'm, I think that hopefully with Joe Biden uh, uh, coming into power here, that there will be a bit more kind of respect for the presidency and, uh, and people will maybe come together a bit more. And uh, so I'm hopeful for the future. I'm hoping to not have uh, uh, people be so polarized and against each other uh, so adamantly. And 
and hopefully in the United States they can kind of work together uh, on both sides of the aisle to uh, to have a brighter future. That's that's a beautiful wish, and I I hope the same thing too. And as a Canadian. I hope to see uh, positive, meaningful collaborations between Joe Biden and our own Justin Trudeau, who, who in Canada here also, we have a very polarizing political situation. Um, so clearly, I'm going to have to do a show on politics because <laughs> I just want to really run with it now. But um, I'm going to bring us back to our topic, the inspired entrepreneur and um you know this seems like a worn out question but but it is it is a huge focus in our time so i'm going to talk about the virus that cannot be named because <laughs> i'm starting to hate that uh so i'd like to know from all of you and maybe we'll start with you george seeing as how you're you're fresh right now um how has the virus that won't be named on my show affected you and your work or personally, professionally, if it has, how has it? Yeah. So uh, it's been devastating on the arts, right? Uh, You know, obviously musicians and actors and things like that, but also for writers too, because um, uh, back in March, um, I quit my day job, (laughs) kind of bad timing. uh, And I dove into comics full time and I had a, a bunch of conventions planned, uh, at least one or two a month, where I'd go to different conventions uh, around North America, and they're all booked and kind of paid for uh, to sell my comic books. And in March, one after another, those conventions started uh, being canceled uh, due to the pandemic. But what I'm hearing from a lot of people in comics, at least, is that this has really forced them to pivot and to to adapt to the situation and um, and that's exactly what I did too and so I kind of cultivated a relationship where I can um, uh, write uh, and be paid for it uh, professionally um, through an entrepreneur that is looking to promote a, a website of his and so we uh, we create comic books for omegamorphosis.com and we have the omegamorphosis heroes and so I've kind of replace my uh, income through writing for this uh, this entrepreneur. Um, that book is available on Webtoons. So if you type in Omega Morphs Heroes, um, you can find the comic book there. And then another way that uh, a lot of people are um, in the industry of making comic books have, have pivoted is they're working in animation. Um, a lot of people have gotten gigs and that's one industry that's actually booming is like there's such a demand for content especially from all the new streaming services that a lot of new projects are getting uh green lighted and uh and so artists are are changing from being comic book artists to maybe being storyboard artists or or, or developing uh concepts for television and and then there's the last one is probably uh crowdfunding and people taking their books because the industry, the comic book industry as a whole has been really stepped on uh, from this whole pandemic. You know, uh, books weren't able to be shipped out to stores. Stores had to close because they weren't able to have customers in it. And, and a lot of those customers just have not come back to the stores. So it's really been hard on the comic book industry. And one thing that's kind of rising from that is 
an increased focus on crowdfunding on sites like Kickstarter or Indiegogo, where mm-hmm. creators can take their books and, and sell them directly to the fans. And that's one thing that I do on my show, uh, Inside Comics, on my YouTube uh, channel, is talk about the comic book industry and help promote creators who have uh, have a crowdfunding project out right now uh, to get the word out on their books. I think I think that's a fantastic opportunity for all of us and anyone in in the arts and the creative um, business. And you know, you spoke to the resiliency of human beings, George. And there's a I'm honestly not sure if it's I believe it's a Chinese character that that is both uh, chaos and opportunity in in this same character. So I've always believed that with any kind of, whether it's a tragedy or just chaos itself, um, these things that happen in life, I, I call them shit show debacles. There's also an opportunity in it. And it's how we look at that on our own perception, if we're going to let it hammer us down. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we stay down for a little bit, but it's how we get up and what we do after that. And as many of you know, that follow me or that are friends and George, you know that I created a comic book series called mystery forever that was to be launched several times in the last 12 months. But um, COVID definitely, definitely has put the kibosh on that uh, whole situation. So it's on hold and I have no idea how long that could be on hold for. And I spent two years uh, very much dedicated to writing, creating it, learning how to script write, um, developing characters, um, working with artists. So uh, it's been a bit of a blow, and it's also provided the opportunity for me personally and professionally to to readjust, to refocus. And I have to say, I'm kind of grateful because it's brought me back to um, back to my mental health practice more. I was almost semi-retired and at the time I really needed a break after 11 years of having a private counseling practice. So what's in the works for me, if I can just take a few minutes before our next break to self-promote a little bit is uh, my company is called Wild Heart Nation Enterprises and it's about publishing, it's about creating and I've got several projects in the hopper and one of them is a series of mental health handbooks. So it's a very different kind of resource. I, I haven't seen anything like it out there ever. So that will be launching in the new year. I'm excited about that. So it's like visiting an old friend. And when we talk about timing, I'm going to say the timing is pretty perfect because of what's going on in the world. And there are so many uncertainties right now for everyone. Uh, for everyone, no matter what country you're from or what you do for a living, uh, whether you're single or married, there's a whole bunch of uneasiness right now. So um, my resources are going to be affordable and accessible. Anyways, enough about me. Um, Mark, how has COVID affected your radio business, if at all, and how so? Oh, it's severely affected it. (laughs) Um, yeah. As you, you know, in, in radio, and LA will attest to this, uh, we survive on advertising. There's only one product we sell, and that's air. Um, our, re- our 
client base is retailers, bricks and mortar, um, small mom and pop shops. Uh, there are national accounts, and and uh, they cut back as well. Um, so, um, when the clients or retailers don't have funds that they've had to close during the pandemic, um, it's a trickle down effect. The first thing they will cut in business, which is unfortunate, the last thing they should do, is their marketing budget. Um, but I get it. I understand, you know, what do you pay your utilities to keep the lights on or do you pay your advertising bill? So um, it's been a challenge, but out of uh, adversity comes opportunity. Um, you know, we're on top of the pandemic. We're uh, suffering in Alberta because of the the crisis in oil and gas um, and this province. Um, is so much reliant on that. So um, the economy is going south as it was. Uh, The challenges of advertising as a whole, and again, L.A. will attest to this, is he's on a platform that is up and coming, but it's not the easiest sell, but it is the future of, of, uh, um, you know, of media in some regard because of the online presence and but traditional radio uh, will always be strong because it's got that local aspect. So the pandemic, out of adversity came opportunity. The uh, government of Canada came, you know, across with great subsidy programs. And so without that help, I'd probably be out of business today. I had a challenge this year. I had to move a transmitter site in my number one station, Leduc. I knew it was coming, but it was a surprise. I had three months to move it. It That hit in March, right when the pandemic hit. Even if the pandemic wasn't there, it would I would have struggled with the funds. What mm. the pandemic gave me was... He gave me the money. <laughs> in truth, although my revenue was uh-huh. chopped in half, all the subsidies and the programs and the loans, uh, I was able to do that project, which was uh, not cheap <laughs> at all. And um, so, you know, comes again out of adversity comes opportunity, and and uh, it's actually helped help my business uh, long term. Um, you know, it's a rebuild for sure, like everybody else. Well, thank heavens for silver linings. And with that, we'll go to another break. You are listening to Wild Heart Saturdays with CC Harrison and guests on the LA Bachelor Radio Network. Johnson presents talk radio like you've never heard it before on the Bachelor News Radio Network. We go live every Tuesday and Wednesday on this network, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to the bachelornews.airtime.pro. We are on the cutting edge and we are ahead of the curve on what is happening while the media tries to catch up. We talk issues from right to left. Once a month, we have Ladies' Night, where we talk relationship in the 21st century and nothing is off limits or taboo. Donaldson Files on the Bachelor News Radio Network. 
This is Dr. Larry Pitoa, host of the Dr. Larry Show on the Bachelor News Radio Network, inviting you to listen live every Wednesday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time at blogtalkradio.com and the podcast every Monday through Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. I am called the philosopher of current events an independent, open-minded conservative with my own ideas. If you are interested in advertising or having your own show, email us at labachelor40 at gmail.com. On the Bachelor News Radio Network, I'm here with my amazing guests, Candace Chisholm, Mark to Maggie, and George McHale, um, and we're talking about the inspired entrepreneur. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears in a bit, but I just want to hear from Candace again. Um, and before we do that, if you have called in. Um, we, our producer, Ally Bachelor, is, is kind of screening your calls. So he's going to ask you a question, and you're just going to answer yes or no, and you will be able to chat with us, ask questions. Um, Ally, please interrupt me anytime. So that number, again, is 646-929-0130. We welcome your calls, your comments, uh, suggestions, uh, questions. So here we go, Candice. Tell us, please, how COVID has... <gasps> The virus that will not be named on my show. <laughs> um, how that how that thing bug has affected? He changed it in any way. So it's like we have a new c word. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm sick of the old one. <laughs> oh, me too. That's exciting. Wow, 2020 just keeps bringing it. It's um. So yeah, I mean. I, I, again, I agree with Mark and George. I mean, it it's affects everything. Now, for tech, <laughs> that's the one thing I think that we're really fortunate in. So there's a couple of things. Um, I know George talked a little bit about pivoting, and that's the thing when you know, you're in our space, when we're creating a mobile app, you can pivot, right? And so we took that as a sign to start including, um, you know, resources surrounding 
the C word, <laughs> um, and you know, imp- whether it be employment, looking for employment, anything that could really affect you as a man during this time. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we included that as a resource. So that was that was excellent. Also, too, because niche health market apps are exploding in this time. We've seen things like Calm and Headspace, you know, even Fitness Pal back in the day. Yeah. Those kinds of things, because at the end of the day, our healthcare is stretched, right? So people are taking a more proactive approach. And so those, the, where we are at in the lane that we are in is, is quite explosive. However, <laughs> we did have a negative impact in the sense that, you know, we were going to into our first investors race. And investors, you know, during a time like this when there's so much uncertainty, pull back. Yeah. And so it that was a that was a new shift for us because we really had to dig deep if we were gonna release this app on time, if we were gonna get the traction that we wanted to get. Um, we just had to get very creative until, you know, we went into that first raise. And so we are in our first raise now and things are starting to open up a bit more. Thank goodness. But, um, but that's where we really found, I think the pinch was having, you know, to, to pay for all of that without, without a lot of influx of, of capital. cash coming in. Yeah. So, um, but you know, like I, I just wanted to say if, if any of your listeners are out there that want to be part of, so what we're releasing right now, so we did a pre-beta um, prototype that we did a controlled group with, and we got feedback and we changed and it was awesome. So what we're uh, dropping on November 16th is our beta. So that's going to be for the next six months or so. And so it'll be open in the app store, but if anybody wants to be a part of that, we'd love to have them on board and then they'll be able to get a subscription free moving forward after that, which is a part of the early adopters. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Uh-huh. So it's at com. They just have to go and, and it's just a really quick little form with your email so that you get the first um, news with the iteration when that comes out. What a fantastic opportunity uh, Candace is offering anyone to see the change they want to see in the world. So thank you for extending that to our listeners. Um, Happy to. Much appreciated. So while I I have you fresh, fresh here, um, what are your plans for He Changed It in 2021? So in 2021, we want to see our app um, obviously used on a global scale. Especially, you know, um, because there's uh, there's just so there's so much need. Um, but we have some plans to, like I mentioned before, we want to start inserting other ways of communication, whether that be live streaming or um, audio. What I really though would love to see is there start being some more uh, in person community stuff that we can do that's always been our goal because while technology is fantastic and a great bridge we still as human beings need connection so if if all goes well we're actually able to meet uh with one another then one day we would love to see where communities start adopting he that's the other thing is our app is called he just he um, started adopting he in communities where men can come together and you know have have a space that's safe for them. That's what I'd love to see is is something in person as well that the app will help to bring together. I think that's a fantastic idea. So we're we're in a world of social media and everything which exists online. So it's pretty great when you get the opportunity to connect with people that you're friends with. Yeah via social media. I've actually traveled to the States to meet a few gals, amazing gals 
um, that I met through Twitter. So that was really incredible. Um, thank you, Candice. Uh, so in, in this new culture that we have, and, you know, we're spending more time at home, maybe even more in the U.S. because the virus that shall not be named on my show <laughs> has certainly taken its toll there. And um, so we're, we're retreating a little bit and we're adjusting and we're spending more time at home, more time online, maybe reading, hopefully not just watching TV and playing video games. But, um, you know, I'm a comic book fan and I'm a comic book creator. And what a great opportunity and time this is to, to maybe explore some new material that is a little bit different uh, than the mainstream comic book. So that's going to bring me to you, George, because I have seen a cover of Darkness. And uh, there's some new stuff in there, but also some, I want to say, old, familiar faces. Could you please tell everyone, George, about cover of Darkness? You're still there, George. <laughs> Did we lose Hello. George? Hello. Hi, George. Hey, hi. I'm here. Hi. Yes. Um, Cover oh, okay. Darkness oh. is a dark fantasy comic book. It's kind of like Game of Thrones meets the Universal Monsters. So it's all those classic horror characters that you love with a new twist, um, kind of put in uh, a, a kind of Lord of the Rings type world. And, uh, we have a new take on uh, a vampire. We've got a steampunk Atlantean Frankenstein of uh, Viking werewolves. So it's all kind of set in the medieval time. And it's about this family that gets separated from each other. And they're on this, uh, this journey to, to get reunited. And along the way, they encounter all these uh, terrible villains. Um, I've always loved monsters ever since I was a little boy. Um, uh, I watched a movie called uh, Monster Squad, uh, which came out in the 80s, and it was like a uh, Shane Black uh, pen script. And it was about a, a, almost like the Goonies take on like those classic monsters, and it scared the pants off of me. I was just <laughs> terrified. Perfect. I think I was five years old. And, uh, and ever since then, I've kind of had a love-hate relationship with those baddies. Um, yeah, so I've, that's been a, a blast writing. And I, I write it with my co-writer, Chris Cam, and we have a fantastic artist. His name is uh, M.J. Hiblin. He's kind of the master of the macabre. He's he right into uh, spooky, uh, creepy art, and uh, it kind of pulls it all together. Um, okay, last year, I was last year I was on the convention trail uh, selling my book. I actually did uh, 16 uh, conventions, and this... Uh, kind of speaks to the entrepreneurial uh, spirit of of just becoming an independent comic book writer. Uh, I was I did 16 conventions last year. It was really my first year diving into to comics, uh, like full time as a profession, and um, it was a grind. You know, being away from home so much, and I really oh, yeah. learned to kind of pick and choose my uh, conventions wisely because on a busy convention with, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, I could sell quite a few books. Um, I'm not uh, a name that uh, people know in the industry. I'm, I'm a newcomer. So I kind of look at myself as uh, an impulse buy, you know, uh, a, a fan of the convention is walking by and I, I, I do my pitch. I usually start my pitch off with, Hey, do you like monsters? 
That's right. <laughs> you do. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, and that'll stop them right in their tracks, and they're like, "Wait, what are you asking me?" <laughs> and yeah, I do like monsters. I was like, "Oh, okay, here I've got monsters, and I'll show them all the monsters in my comic book." And and but I realized that if I go to like a small convention with very little foot traffic, it makes my job so much more difficult because there isn't that that kind of uh, sea of people that I can cast my net out to, to, to try and catch some people and sell my books. And, and so last year I planned this road trip and I drove uh, in my minivan because I'm a dad. Uh, I have a van and I packed up my books and I had four conventions planned in four weeks. And I drove like all across North America to like Columbus, Ohio, Madison, Wisconsin, and, small markets with small conventions, which was not a, a good plan for me because uh, I didn't really make very much uh, money on the, on the road. And I really wanted to come home with some money. I didn't want to spend all my profits. And so I was like sleeping in my van <laughs> at like truck stops, oh. showering and just grinding it out, trying to, to come back with some money on this thing. And I know you, you say, oh, no, like that's so bad. But for me, it was, it was an adventure, and it was, it was something that I really wanted to do. And, and I learned so much uh, on that trip, and I, and I made lots of great connections on that trip, too. And, and now I have a great story, you know, <laughs> sleeping in my van and, and hustling and slinging books all day. That's a that's a great story, George, and um, I, I'm sure those smaller market communities really appreciated you being there and connecting with them. Um, it's it's looking like it's break time again. Uh, thanks for chatting about uh, Cover of Darkness, and when we come back, George, maybe you can just let people know where to find it and find you on social media. So we're going to go to a break. We're going to go to a break. Uh, you are here with me, Cece Harrison, on Wild Heart Saturdays on the Bachelor, L.A. Bachelor, <laughs> on the Bachelor Radio News Network. Tune in to You and the Law with Chief Virgil Green and Chief Keith Humphrey. The show focuses on law enforcement and their relationship with the black community while letting you know your legal rights as a citizen when confronted by the police. Listen live every Tuesday night from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com and the podcast every Monday through Sunday at 4 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Join Barry Barnes for Locker Talk on the Bachelor Pad Network as he presents NFL news and evaluates players Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. Find you on social media. 
yeah, uh, I guess if you, if people want to search me out, come and come and watch my my YouTube channel. It's uh, Inside Comics with George McHale, and you just type that into the search bar, and and you'll find me on YouTube. And I'm talking comics uh, twice a week with uh, all sorts of uh, interesting and fun creators. And and I hope to have you on there one day, CC. That'd be great. And uh, if you want to check out my uh, comic book Omega Morphosis Heroes. It's on webtoons and on social media. Uh, uh, look me up at uh, at uh, comic book George. There's underscores in between the comic and the book, and the book and the George. So at comic book George on Instagram. Okay, thank you, George. Um, and if you're looking for me on social media, you may find me at CC Harrison sixty seven on Twitter. Charlene C. Harrison on Facebook at cc-harrison67. Ooh, you know what? That might be an underscore. Uh, cc underscore Harrison 67 on Instagram. And if you're a LinkedIn person, uh, just cc Harrison. So, Mark, I'd like to come back to you. And what I'm wondering is if, you know, I, I know you, you have some guidelines with the CRTC and just the, the, the radio market business in general has some pretty strict rules, I think. Is there a way for you to use your your radio stations to, and maybe you are already doing this, so please let us know, to, um, I don't know, provide extra support? Or are you mentioning resources on your station, on your broadcast for people that are struggling with the virus not to be named? Um, how do you reach out to the community? Um, so we have um, we have a relaunch directory on our website for businesses that is free, basically. So they can uh, email us in or call us, and we'll put their business on our relaunch directory and outline what their protocols are and uh, their hours. Um, providing... You know, we're, we're a community radio station, so uh, we're very event-driven in radio, and especially uh, our stations. Uh, there's no events. <laughs> so we've, you right. know, that's basically been shut down. And so, you know, pivoting in regards to offering more services, I'm actually not doing that. We kind of did that the last couple of years and gone into – digital advertising, offering our clients, but uh, that has not been profitable. And um, my philosophy has always been to stick to our core product, which is radio. So the community reaches out to us. Our news department is vital. It's a, we're a vital service in our communities, and we're providing um, updated information on on the pandemic and the resources for our listeners locally that uh, need and actually counseling services. Uh, I've got a, a client on the air right now um, offering that because of uh, all the issues we're dealing with, with uh, the pandemic and the mental health issues of Canadians or North Americans, everybody in general. Happy to happy to hear that you're providing that. That is um, fantastic. And so our, we have about half an hour left. And if if we don't get back to you, Mark, what what parting advice or wisdom would you give to um, 
entrepreneurs just starting out or even or even seasoned entrepreneurs that, that maybe need a little oomph or push or extra nuggets right now, what would you say to them? Um, just stay positive right now. I mean, uh, thinking out of the box, pivoting, that's absolutely and trying to uh, um, stay ahead of the, the curve in some regard. Um, but staying positive and Having a positive work environment, motivating your staff and encouraging them to, you know, this is going to end one day. And we just got to kind of what I've done is we've gone into our meetings and just said uh, it doesn't exist. We can't we can't let it consume us. Yes, we know there's, you know, elements and issues and things that we can't ignore. But generally, we're kind of forgetting there is a a pandemic out there and and trying to do business on a normal basis. Okay. Thank you. And thank you for being here. Um, Thank you for having me. Um, You're so welcome. Um, L.A., how about you? Is there any advice you'd like to give entrepreneurs going forward and into 2021? Uh. I would say I would kind of echo what uh, Mark said, but just just having that the vision and having a game plan. Uh, you have to you got to visualize it, but you got to put it on paper. And and sometimes um, your closest friends and even your family won't believe in you, but you have to believe in yourself. Um, and mm-hmm. and you have to love yourself. And 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 really, uh, sometimes we have to encourage ourselves uh, because it's going to be those times. You're a spiritual person. You understand what I mean, and you got to kind of fight through a lot of things, a lot of uh, obstacles. Um, but if you believe it, um, then then you can you can receive it. And I, I do believe um, that when when you you work hard at something, um, you know it may not come out the way you want it in the beginning, but but stay the course. It's hard, like Mark said. I mean, advertising, is especially. We, we've lost a lot with COVID-19 and and the economy here. Um, and so it's been tough, but, you know, I, I believe in the product and I believe in myself. Um, and, and sometimes that's all you need, but you have to, you have to really have a game plan um, before you actually, once you visualize it, you got to have a game plan and, and, and try to work that game plan to the best of your ability. Okay. Um I'm with you on that. Thank you. And George, how about you? Do you have any advice for creators going into 2021 and to, to help them stay encouraged? What would you like to leave with anyone listening today? Well, I guess a piece of writing advice I got that kind of applies to everything is uh, you can't think you can't, make things better until you write it down. And, you know, with a story, as long as it's bouncing around in your head, it's not really going to get better. It's once you, you write it down and you envision it properly, then you can go back and do a second draft and a third draft and, you know, and, 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 and work it and develop it to make something better. And I think, you know, with business plans and with, uh, with different uh, uh, business opportunities is to kind of write down your intentions and what you're thinking about doing and 
and making a plan and then revise that plan and really, and then work on the budget. And so, you know, I, I think planning and, and, you know, and so much of like, you know, maybe people who are, are thinking about starting that business that aren't, that aren't there yet, you know, just start working on it. Just, you know, take that, take that first step and, and start writing it down and start, you know, envisioning what it would be and what it would actually be like. And, you know, it, it can be scary to take those first steps, but, you know, maybe you're thinking about opening a business. Well, you know, why don't you start looking at what rentals will be at, to for a storefront, for example, or, or what printing costs would be or whatever your business is and start start planning the, you know, kind of the nuts and bolts of it and, and really start thinking about what your goals are and how you're going to achieve them. Thank you. That that is practical, solid advice. Nothing writes itself. No, no business starts itself. No endeavor um, can exist without that first step after the creative spark in your mind. So, thank you for that, George. That is uh, practical and useful. Um, so we're in this day and age that we, we can all be movie stars if we want. You just need an iPhone or a Samsung phone or whatever phone you have with a camera and the capability of video. So uh, it used to be people needed to pay for commercials or pay to have someone video them for their business or any kind of advertising. Now we have YouTube. We have Instagram stories. This to me is just such a, a fabulous resource that, Many, many people are taking advantage of. I, I may do so in the new year, but I'm a little shy, so we'll get to that. But the gal sitting with me today, Candace, is a bit of a master at creating videos. And her videos are heartwarming. They're touching. They are informative, um, funny. And one of the things I appreciate most about you, Candice, and the videos that you do is that they're just real. Hmm. You, don't, you don't pull any punches. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you and you're real, and I think that is amazing for anybody watching, uh, especially I'm going to say for women. So can you speak a, a little bit about the videos you make, why you make them, what you're hoping to achieve, um, your goals, your intentions? Yeah, absolutely. I think video is, uh, I think you're right. Video is definitely the way of the future because it's a way of emoting or getting your emotions out, right? Like it's hard to say that over text or even a picture doesn't actually define that. And, you know, we live in this really desensitized world where everything looks super perfect out there on Instagram and it's hard a lot of times to live up to that expectation. And so that's really what video, like I'm really fortunate because my son is in video and he does that as a business. It helps, helps people with video. So he's giving me lots of pointers and tips. But I would say just the reason I do it is because I think that's the way to reach the heart. It's the story. It's, there is no new, there's nothing new. But there is stories. And the stories are what sell your business. They what sell you and what sells your ideas and your passions, especially if you're passionate. I'm extremely passionate about what I do. I joke about it sometimes about how I get up on my soapbox because I do want to see the needle moved on this. And so it's important if that's the case to, um, to get out on those videos and just to let people know and to see that raw emotion that this is what you're hoping to achieve. And then people, 
you know, my, one of my favorite things always like light yourself on fire and they'll come to watch you burn, you know, and I, yeah. please don't do that. On, on, <laughs> not literally, but you know, like I, I just think that it's so important um, to show that. And I think that women tend to shy away from it because again, we've had this, we have this weird thing that we've grown up with, with ourselves and cameras and stuff like that, but we are changing that too. And with body image, right. And just accepting yourself. Um, the first couple times you do it, you're probably going to hate it, but you get used to it after a while. And, and I just really, really encourage every single woman, uh, every single person. But, yeah, if women are in business, definitely every single person to to go out and just, just do it and just have fun with it and be real. People want to see real. They seem fake enough. I think it's time to see. Are you are you a fan of the duck web, Candace? Oh, <laughs> my my duck never turn out. I just look like I'm constipated. <laughs> I'm having issues, so I don't do duck <laughs> I'm too old for duck unfortunately. Aren't we? Aren't we all though? Aren't we yeah. all getting too old for duck That that is something that I just. Uh, when when I see it, I, I I have like I giggle and I and I cringe. Um, so it looks like we have about 20 minutes left. So LA, um, your business is a break, break, break. Candice is, I thought she wanted to break my neck. No, apparently it is break time. So, uh, you are listening to Wild Heart Saturdays with Cece Harrison, three of the most amazing guests ever on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Would you like to know where your family came from? Are you planning a reunion? Is your business celebrating an anniversary? Valerie Metzler, archivist historian, can help. With 34 years of experience as an archivist, preserving and making accessible documents and photographs, and as a historian researching genealogies, Valerie Metzler, archivist historian, can bring your history to life and preserve it for your children's grandchildren. For more information, email her, vmsandmaryah at key Con.net. That's V M as in Mary A H at key C O N N dot net or call 
Allie, can can we just go to you? Can you tell everyone listening where they can listen to this post show if they weren't able to be here or listen to all of it today and maybe talk about you've got a new website happening? Would you mind just uh, sharing that with us? Yeah, we're relaunching a, a new website. So um, it'll be the Bachelor News uh, Radio Network dot com, and um, that'll be up. Uh, next week um, but for now they can listen here um, and um, your rebroadcast is also going to be on uh, WCOM uh, FM in uh, Chapel Hill uh, North Carolina uh, so the broadcast will uh, be there we'll get into times and, and days there so um, once we relaunch the website it'll be so the rebroadcast and, and live versions will be at the Bastard News Radio Network dot com and WCOM FM in Chapel Hill. And of course here. Okay, thank you. And uh the question I just asked Candace, your your business LA is um about radio, so it's about listening and hearing and talking. Do you do any videos? Can any listeners uh tune in and find you um doing a video? Absolutely, and it's something that uh, you and I have discussed off air um, in regards to your show. But uh, you can um, find my videos at StreamYard, and StreamYard uh, basically takes all your social media and and puts it all on in one place. So YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of your social media you want to add, they could they put it there. And so we, you can see us there or just go there individually at YouTube. My YouTube channel is L.A. Bachelor. You can see me there. And uh, at, at times I'll post on Facebook Live as well. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. I, I've had a lot of requests um, for me to do videos and uh, all kinds of things like that. And I, I've always just hesitated because I'm, I'm a little bit of an extroverted introvert so ish see can't even say the word uh so i i'm planning to do that in the new year or maybe after christmas it's just it's gonna take me a while to plan it and and get geared up but i recognize that that's something that most are are doing now so i i will be adding that um i'm just a little nervous i i'd like to say thank you for everyone that's been messaging me on twitter uh, Appreciate all your comments and your encouragement. Thank you so much. I hope next time you'll feel um, comfortable and maybe even excited about joining us in the conversation um, to call in and offer comments and thoughts and feelings. So uh, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your comments uh, very much. Thank you for being here with me. And what is what is next? What should we talk about now? Candace, you're on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just really excited. You know, I think um, I think that there's um, we have so much innovation happening right now because we've been forced to. Yeah. And you know, I when you're talking a little bit about COVID, oh, the the C word there, um, <laughs> and and you know how how what you could impart you know, to new entrepreneurs or new people who are people who are wanting to maybe follow in what you're doing. Like, I think all those guys offered such incredible advice. I was actually like, oh, I got to write that stuff down because it's some really amazing stuff. For me, I think um, 
you know, just to keep yourself motivated is watch who you associate with. You know, like the most mm-hmm. important real estate you're ever going to own is the six inches between your ears, right? Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you hear about that all the time, like you're not invited to walk through my mind with your dirty feet. So it's easy sometimes to get sucked into that negativity, and especially entrepreneurs, I find, you know, because they're innovators and because they are thinking outside the box, um, I think L.A. mentioned it, and he said that um, your friends and your family aren't always going to believe in you. And while that seems tough, it's true, and, you know, you just really got to dig deep, and then, but you go and find your people, and they're everywhere. Like, innovation has never been more um, at the forefront. There's never been a time that's like this in history. And, yeah, we've had a tough year in 2020, but we've also had incredible breakthroughs in 2020. I mean, ask Zoom. I think that they've had the best, 20, the oh, best year they've ever had, yeah, right? Yeah. And so you just got to look at it in, in different, maybe different lenses um, and surround yourself. And, you know, I just, I, I want to give a shout out to, I have a life partner, my husband. He is the backbone of what I do and he um, supports me in everything I do. And so I'm really, really lucky, but, um, you know, just, uh, that's my biggest advice I think is to go out and, um, find those people. He's actually the, the podcast host of our podcast. It's he.cast on Spotify and out in the Apple podcast store. I really would appreciate people go down, subscribe to that. Sure. Some incredible stories in there. Um, and yeah, so I just, and then you, you have been, can I just say, <laughs> I'm going to plug the host. <laughs> she, so Charlene and I have known each other for uh, probably about five or six yeah, years, I think. But, um, we've been the closest we've been in, in the last probably two, three years. And I am so grateful for you. And I am so, you, oh, I am, uh, she's the, the, like you are stunning. I don't know if everybody, anybody's ever seen Charlene in person. She's stunning. Um, but your heart and the inside of you is even more beautiful, which is almost too hard to handle. So, but your, but your humility and your modest and, I love you, and I'm so grateful for you, and I'm so proud of you with this radio show because you are going to move mountains with it, girl. I'm proud of you. <laughs> proud of you. There's my important word. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, and then you can any any of our Insta channels. <laughs> Recovers. Um, so it's uh, so our social network is he changed it on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Or YouTube, it's just he changed it, um, and Facebook as well. And then if you want to follow me personally, I'm on Twitter at Candy Chisholm. So Chisholm is C-H-I-S-H-O-L-M, and Candace Chisholm on LinkedIn. So I'd love to connect. And I, I'm, I don't know if you, I'm, I'm, I'm not shy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to everybody. <laughs> so yeah, thanks so much for having me. Really grateful. Uh, thank you so much, Candace, for being here and for your kind and generous words. I'm really. Ah, I'm Twitter-pated now. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting that, but thank you so much. So um, I love you right back. So we, personally and professionally, we've, we've seen each other through a lot of things, and I'm grateful for you and for all of that. Uh, grateful for not crying right now. Um, and, and we'll continue to do that, I think, no matter where we are in the world and no matter where our journeys take us, I think we'll always be linked um, I love he changed it. I love he. I love what you're doing. I love that it's such a poignant and meaningful resource for for men because I think it's a long time in coming. So please, guys, if you're listening, um, 
don't be afraid to use this use this resource when it comes out very soon, November seventeenth. November fifteenth. And connect with Chandis. <laughs> Change. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all her social media channels, and I'm going to be um, relisting everybody's contact information uh, on my social media so that if, if you didn't catch all that, uh, where to find these lovely people, uh, you will soon. So those resources will be posted today, sometime today. So, um, oh my gosh, we've got nine minutes left. Uh, George? Have we covered you and where everyone can find you? I think we have, but um, did we? Are we good? George. I am muted. <laughs> oh, you're muted? I, I, I'm not. I'll, I'll keep talking. Imparting wisdom. Um, so, again, I'm just going to say thank you for everyone that joined me today. My guest, Mark Maggie. Candice Chisholm, George McHale, Ali Bachelor. Thank you for being here with me for my very first show. It's uh, I didn't sleep a lot last night, and while I was not sleeping, I actually avoided this for a long time. But I tuned into Netflix, and it was a documentary about Donald Trump. Uh, sorry, I can't recall the um, the title, but throughout the beginning of it, they they you know New York went through some really bad times in the mid seventies. To, to the mid-80s, really, before it uh, blossomed into what it is now. And several of the people in that documentary said, never waste a good crisis. Mm. So there's a lot of unscrupulous people out there and a lot of go-getters and driven people who who really know how to dig deep and take advantage of times like this. So may all of us here on the show today and everyone listening not let this current crisis go to waste, but not in a selfish or a greedy way. Let's just be better people. Uh, Reach out. You know, what's on the surface isn't always what's below. So we we don't know what everybody's going through. So be kind. Be kind. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. Um, Take this into your, your entrepreneurialism. Take this into your business. Take this into your personal life your social life, extend it to your families, extend it to your friends. If you need help, reach out. If you're going through anything, reach out to me. And if I can't help you, I'll find a resource that can. Whether you're American or you're Canadian, I'll help you get in touch with the resources that are going to get you back on your feet or at least give you some support, some encouragement. Um, really, again, I thank, I thank I thank you. I cannot thank you enough. And Candace looks like she's. I just want to ask you that question. Where where does CC as we close out? Because we've got a couple minutes. So where does CC Harrison see herself in 2021? Because you inspire thousands. Uh, thank you for asking, Candace. I I will tell you that my my website will be going live uh, in very early January. I've got. Uh, he might even be listening right now. Um, an amazingly talented website designer and artist friend who, well, we've become friends. We've never actually met personally, but um, we will be having him on the show. So I don't want to say too much about him, but um, Wildcard Enterprises is, is like an umbrella. So there's going to be a lot of different things under my umbrella, but it's very much about creativity. It's very much about mental and emotional health and wellness. 
Um, I'm also launching a publishing division within that. So I hope to help others. Uh, George and I can both attest to, and you too, Candace, because you were actually writing a book, which we didn't really get to talk about. But uh, publishing isn't easy. It isn't easy to get into. So I hope to provide a resource for writers, for creators, for artists to to have a reasonably um, what's the word cost uh, to publish their works and and to get it out there. So I'll be touching on that more as we go forward. And Mysteria Forever is still in the works. Um, she may she may not be published in the original way that it was planned. I, I really don't know that now. So I, again, I'll touch on more of that later on in consecutive episodes. But uh, she's alive and well. So, hey, and uh, the question also extends to you, Marvel or DC? Are you allowed mm. to say that on here? <laughs> I don't want to upset any of you. I don't want to <laughs> alienate anyone. <laughs> So I'm going to say that I love them both, and, yeah. and, and both have inspired me for different reasons. But, of course, I've created my own comic book character, Mysteria Forever, so she's different. Yeah. She brings some really unique things to the table. So I'm going to say she's my favorite. She's your favorite. I'm a little biased. So we have four minutes, guys. Just speak up, L.A., if you can unmute everybody. Any, any parting words or anything you guys would like to say? Mark, L.A., George? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, CC. I appreciate it, and uh, look forward to hearing your uh, your future uh, radio shows. And LA, uh, good going on this new platform. Sounds great. Hey, I appreciate it, Mark. And um, you, you're right. Um, terrestrial radio is not going anywhere. I, I do believe in it, and um, you know, uh, best wishes with. With your your stations, I'm I'm sure they're going to be prosperous. Same thing with you, all, all of uh, all of you out here. I really appreciate um, all the in- inspiration. Uh, we need some positive thoughts and, and and conversations in the midst of COVID-19. And like I think um, I, I I can't remember. I think Candace said, you know, and you know the or, or Mark. I, I can't remember, but someone that was talking about, you know, all the all the the negative and the the, the strife that's going on in the in the world. Forget just in North America, but uh, in the world. So we need we need shows like this and, and people like yourself. So I really appreciate you. Thank, thank you, you so much, LA, and 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 thank thanks for for stepping up, LA, and and uh, being sort of a surprise co-host. I I can't say that's not going to happen again. Maybe a lot. So <laughs> I appreciate all you're no. doing, George. Any any last thoughts, George? Before we have to before we get cut off. I don't think you can. George, um, LA. I don't. It seems like George is on mute. Can we unmute him? No, he's live. He's on. Um, I don't oh, know if his he? mic is muted. Oh, George, maybe your mic is muted. Come back to us, George. <laughs> uh, looks like looks like George is gone. So we've got. We've got two minutes left to. Well, I agree with I agree with what Mark said. Um, for LA, this is a really cool platform. I mean, again, you know, it's that innovation. I love innovation, like, and I you love do. business. I uh-huh. do. I think it's incredible. Like, and I just every time somebody does something, I mean, I'm one of those people. I'm definitely ADD, and I'm one of those people that has like seven million. If, 
ideas going on in my head at any point in time, and I'm grateful for the people who keep me grounded. Um, but when you see things like, like what L.A. is doing is incredible. And then Mark, too, with what he's doing in healthy pivoting, I think is, is for anybody who's listening and has ever sat on the fence of becoming an entrepreneur, just that should inspire you alone, knowing that there is something out there that you can do. There's nothing that is unattainable. Um, that is our superpower, right? As human beings, we have that ability to do that. And I, you know, shows like this are just what keeps me going. And I know, I know personally people who are changing and shifting up because, because the world is changing so fast and furious. Um, they're, they're needing to do that and we will end up better and stronger than we were before. And to everybody out there in the States, um, you know, just our hearts are with you, man. And we, we love you guys. Like we love you guys. And we are sending, you know, big old Canadian hugs and, and we just want you to know that, um, we're praying for you guys for peace and, and harmony and that this all gets behind you soon and that you guys can rise together again, um, together. Not that you haven't risen, you know what I'm saying? But just that, that you can come together. Yeah. Well, well said Candace. And, Thank you, everyone, so much for being here today. Uh, you've been listening to Wild Heart Saturdays with C.C. Harrison on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Uh, thank you, everyone, and I'll see you next Saturday. Thank you.